You are listening to Sibling Jabber, episode 48. Welcome back to the podcast that reviews the weekly weird news, along with some other stuff. Happy National Guzpaco Day, Danielle. National what? Guzpaco? Guzpacho? Gazpacho? Gazpacho? I don't know. Is that a thing? (laughs) Gazpacho is like (laughs) a cold soup. Yes, that would be it then. It's really good. Wow. I shouldn't say that. Some of it is really good. Sometimes I've had bad gazpacho. So you do know what it is. I had to look it up. I do. I was introduced to gazpacho in Spain. I was just going to say, I I was going to ask because it's a Spanish thing. Yeah. Yeah. I lived in Spain for three and a half months and I had gazpacho from like, you know, like when you get, (laughs) you can get, did you know you could get milk? It's liquid, but it's not cold. Like it comes in like, not, I want to say a box, but not a box. So you, it's like, so, that? so it's just powdered milk, but it's already liquefied. Like they already made it liquid for you. I guess. Well, okay. anyway, it doesn't help that you don't know what this is. Because <laughs> I was just going to say, that's the kind of container that the gazpacho comes in. <laughs> but you don't even know what that is. Well, I've seen, yeah, I've seen like the, like, it's like, like a cardboard thing, but it's like thicker. It's not cardboard at all. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, like a tube of paste, what that's made out of. It's kind of like that, but in a bigger rectangular form, I guess. Oh, And a little more solid. I don't know. Okay, anyway. <laughs> For those people that don't know, well, I looked it up. It said uh, uh, the original Spanish recipe includes stale bread, tomato, cucumber, bell pepper, onion, and garlic. It's tasty. But it's not chunky. I've never had chunky gazpacho. So that stuff's always like pureed, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. You learn something new every day. Well, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) You will. It'll come eventually. But also, it's St. Nicholas Day. Happy St. Nicholas Day. Yeah, happy St. Nicholas Day. I was going to say, I'll have to add that in, do a second one, because we're German, so we have to bring that one up. (laughs) Hope everybody left their shoes out last night so that St. Nicholas could come and bring some treats. Did you? I did. Oh, good. Did St. Nicholas visit you? He did. Oh, good. So you avoided Krampus? I did. That's good. Oh, it was a good then. You don't want to see Krampus. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like nobody actually celebrates Krampus. It's just a myth. (laughs) Not celebrates, but like, it's not a thing. (laughs) I mean, obviously it's a thing, but not a really real thing. (laughs) That's a thing. Well, it, it, it's just it's just like a localized thing. Like it's just in particular areas. So 
like Bavaria, Germany. Right. But it's not like, I feel like it's the equivalent to like, Santa's not coming. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. Well, it's like, you better behave all year long or else uh, Krampus is going to get you. Right. Whereas here, it's like, you better behave all year long or you'll get coal in your stocking. Right. Only people could get coal in their stocking and Krampus can't actually come to you. Oh, it could happen. I'm sure there's people out there that have dressed up like Krampus and came to the door. No. Oh, please. Come, like, really? I'm sure. Really? Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move on here. Um, I'm going to bring this up just real quick. I, I don't want to spend too much time on this. But this thing exploded online. Um, have you seen the Peloton commercial? I have not. Uh, the Peloton stationary bike? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. I mean, I've seen a commercial for it. I don't know if it's the commercial. Well, like, the wife wakes up for Christmas, and the husband got her this Peloton bike, and so then she exercises in her nice, beautiful, luxurious house and videotapes it on her phone, like her journey of of exercising on it and stuff. Yes. Okay. Well, like, that's that's becoming a thing online they're saying that it's a sexist commercial and it's like and it's a classism commercial because they're only catering to the rich if you look like this house is like huge and beautiful and it's in the mountains and beautiful window views and she's got this like uh you know over two thousand dollar peloton stationary bike so first of all yes uh they are catering to that because that's the price point of the stinking bike. Like, mm-hmm. does, I don't hear anybody complaining about the guy that, that takes his wife outside of their huge mansion-like house that you only see like a quarter of, the stone house. And, and bought two cars. And, yeah, there's two trucks, two <laughs> big, at least $60,000 trucks outside. And he's like, here, one for you and one for me. Like, who does that? Who gets $120,000 or more worth of, worth of vehicles for a Christmas gift? Like, mm-hmm. people that live in a house like that do. That's why they're not catering to me. They're catering to those kind of people, you know? Like, the people that have the money, so. Yeah. But, yeah, that blew up. And then also they're saying it's sexist because, oh, he, what guy gets, her, gets his wife something to exercise on? Like, oh, that's so typical, blah, 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 blah. Maybe she, her thing was that she was going to the gym and she didn't want to go to the gym. She wanted to be able to just exercise at home. Like, well, I, <laughs> People are getting too sensitive these days. I've seen way more sexist commercials. Like, way more sexist <laughs> commercials. That's what I mean. Like, they, people are picking the weirdest and, things to complain about. And I don't mind if a commercial caters to the rich because that just makes me assume that I can't afford it so I don't even pay attention then <laughs> right. like I never like, would have looked up the price of a Peloton didn't even recognize the name of a Peloton because I saw the environment that it was situated in and was like nope that's not me exactly that lets you know right <laughs> away like if they came in my house and filmed me in my tiny house on riding a Peloton like then people like me would be like, oh, look at that. Oh, I wonder how much it is. And they go look up online. Wait, there's no way that guy afforded a $2,500 right? bike. Like, <laughs> they'd be complaining that the commercial is trying to sell things to people that can't buy them. Like, don't <laughs> you don't hear rich people complaining like, this Five Below commercial is catering to poor people. Like, 
<laughs> like, well, like I'm gonna go in a five below store, please. I want to film what I want to film a Peloton commercial, and I'll I'll vlog it just like that commercial of me trying to get it up the apartment stairs all by myself. <laughs> Then me waking everybody up in the whole entire apartment building at 5 a.m. because I'm pelotoning. That would be a good commercial. It's it's got to be for something else though. Like you're like carrying this like stationary bike up. Like you're at like this fancy store. You look around, you buy it, then it shows you like trying to carry it all the way up to your apartment uh, room, and and then you, you get it up there finally, and and then you're all peed off, so you just like push it off like your, your balcony. <laughs> And then it turns out to be a commercial uh, for, like, apple pie. Like, you just go and sit down and eat a nice apple pie. And you look like <laughs> you got so much joy on your face. <laughs> it has to be something cheaper than apple pie if I just bought a $2,000 bike and threw it over the balcony. It'll be like a McDonald's commercial. Like, you sit down with, like, the Big Mac. And a big like the dollar face. meals. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a Dollar Tree commercial. Do you know Dollar Tree sells food? There we go. Yeah, there you go. Dollar Tree, hit me up. I'm all about it. <laughs> all right. Um, so last week we talked about suntan in your butt. So this is pretty uh, funny because it, Josh Brolin, you know who Josh Brolin is? Yes. Okay. Famous actor. He's uh, been in lots of different stuff. He was in Deadpool. He's been in the Avengers, all that kind of stuff. Anyway. He saw that it was becoming a fad and decided he was going to suntan his nether region, his butt region, I guess, whatever, and his anus. And uh, so he went to suntan it and exposed it for a little too long. <laughs> so he got burned. Uh, he said, I tried this perennium sunning that I've been hearing about, and my suggestion is do not do it as long as I did. My pucker hole was crazy burned and I was going to spend the day shopping with my family and instead I'm icing and using aloe and burn creams because of the severity of the pain. Aww. I don't know who the F thought of this stupid S but F you nonetheless. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> I can't say I have too much sympathy for him because he tried it. So. But I would imagine that hurts a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine so. <laughs> I don't know why people are doing it again, but oh well. Again? Well, I, I'm saying it again. Like I already said it oh. last week. And once again, I don't know why people are doing this. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, when was this ever a thing? And if they're doing it again, like a second time, why are they doing it? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. All right, Danielle. Um, do you ever leave your dog home alone? I do. Make sure there's nothing in your microwave when you do. Because in Britain... Uh, a man was watching his camera from work of uh, in, of his house and saw smoke coming out. So he called the fire department. The fire department got there. Turns out what happened is the dog turned the microwave on. And inside the microwave was some, uh, like a, like a uh, package of bread. Like their bread that they use over there. It's like a, it's got cardboard and, and plastic. 
And so uh-huh. he turned the dog turned the microwave on, and so it ended up creating a fire. <laughs> That's funny. The dog do, just wanted some warm bread. <laughs> do, do, do you do you store food in any kind of weird places or anything like that? I don't think so. Oh. I'll just get the, the other weekend. I, mean, I was at my friend's house, and they had they had these nice donuts that they got from like a bakery, and uh-huh. I guess they wanted to be able to eat a couple before the kids found out about them, and so they stored them in the oven. It was so funny. They're like, "Here, you want a donut?" And they open up their oven, and there's there's the uh, the dozen donuts sitting in a box in there. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I don't think I've ever tried to hide food. Like, I can understand if you usually keep your bread on the counter, but then your dog goes on the counter, and so you don't want it to eat it, so you like throw it in the microwave or you throw it in the oven or something. But my dog doesn't do that because she's awesome. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding. She seriously doesn't do that. But (laughs) Um, so I can see having to do that. I just never have. I never thought of that. Huh. So you think maybe like they left the bread out and as they were leaving in a hurry, they were like, oh, I better throw this in the microwave real quick to the so the dog won't get to it. Possibly. Just trying to explore all options. (laughs) And not say that they're just permanent bread holder. Bread box is a microwave. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Danielle, a man sawed off his thumb. Ow. Months ago. But the reason it's news now is because he grew back. No, he couldn't find the thumb. So he wanted to get a thumb replacement. Well, in this day and age of technology and medical advancements, how do you think he got his thumb replaced? A prosthetic? You would think so, right? Maybe something yeah. like kind of robotic. It's got like a cyborg thumb now or something. That's not what they did. Would you like to take a guess at what they did? They used a carrot. <laughs> No. Darn. That would be pretty cool, though. They cut off one of his index toes and attached it to his thumb, to where his thumb was. So he's now walking around with an index toe as his thumb. There are pictures of it (laughs) online. You can see uh, I'll post one on my Twitter as usual. But My index toe is a lot smaller than my thumb. Yeah, it, it looks smaller. It actually doesn't look too much smaller, though, to be honest. I think oh. they maybe reshape it, too. Weird. Are you holding your thumb up to your index toe right now? No, I was just looking at my <laughs> thumb, though. <laughs> Would you want that? They said, hey, we can uh, give you a prosthetic, or we could just attach your uh, index toe to your thumb area. What would you do? I'd probably go with a prosthetic because the idea of cutting something else off my body does not sound appeasing to me. Yeah, same here. Um, I don't know. It kind of seems like you need that toe for balance and everything. I know that you need your big toe for balance. But Uh, I don't know. Maybe you don't need your index toe. Uh, I work with a guy that lost his toe at work. 
uh, I can't, it was either his index or his middle toe. And I know he's had nothing but problems with pain and he limps around. Well, that's my thing is like pain. Like you're just going to be in even more pain because they're cutting off your toe. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, maybe the prosthetic costs more money. I don't know. But I'd go for the prosthetic. (laughs) Yeah, give me. Was it his left hand? Because I might just go without a thumb. It was his left, I believe. (laughs) I'm right-handed, so I might just go without a thumb. (laughs) If it's really a money problem, I'll just go without my thumb. (laughs) Who needs a thumb on your non-dominant hand? (laughs) I mean, I use my thumb every day, but... (laughs) Here's your challenge for the rest of today. You have to make it through the day without using your thumb on your non-dominant hand. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I have a stage to build. <laughs> oh, you can't use it. Nope, you got to pretend that you don't have one. <laughs> it's okay. I do have one, so I'll pass. <laughs> All right. Would you believe that someone uh, dropped their kids off at a trampoline park, a five-year-old and a one-year-old, and then left for a half an hour? Yes. Yes, I can. Well, I don't know anything about that. A one-year-old? Yeah, a five-year-old and a one-year-old. I was just asking if you believe it. All right, on to the next news. No, I'm just (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can because I think dumb people get kids all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, someone did. They dropped their kids, a five-year-old and a one-year-old, off at the trampoline park, left for uh, half an hour. So while she was gone, the manager called the police who then contacted the Department of Child Services. And so she ended up admitting it and was getting, uh, you know, she's going to get punished, however that's going to be. So she got a little upset. What do you think she might have done after that? I don't know. Flashed their trampolines. (laughs) No, that would have been so cool, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, two days two days later, after after she was reported and got contacted by the child services, she dropped them off at a different trampoline park. <laughs> She's the trampoline bandit. <laughs> she uh, she went back, talked to the manager, and punched the manager right in the face, breaking wow. the manager's nose. <laughs> so now she's getting charged with that as well. So what she's getting charges lady. of neglect of a de- of a dependent and battery resulting in serious bodily injury. Does she still have her kids? It does not say. But it does say two days after that she slashed their trampolines. No. She was arrested during a traffic stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which led to farther charges of resistant arrest and intimidation. Okay, she, there's no way she has her kids still then. <laughs> uh, what a crazy lady. And this was all December 5th, which would be yesterday, Thursday. Um, so See, it has not been two days later, so I don't know what happened two days later yet. <laughs> See, I can't get kids because I live in a one-bedroom apartment, (laughs) but (laughs) 
crazy people like this could get kids. Anybody can have kids. They don't. They don't think anything of it. They're just having kids. Whatever. They're just taxes they're getting back and welfare and all that kind of stuff. Oh, crazy people! (laughs) I'll take her kids. Oh, there you go. I won't drop them off at a trampoline park. (laughs) Who takes a one-year-old to a trampoline park anyway? Well, the five-year-old really wanted to go, and she had some shopping she had to do, so she said, here you go, one-year-old, crawl around on these trampolines. How did they even let the one-year-old in? I don't even understand that part. Because she she probably paid for the five-year-old, holding the one-year-old, walked in with the five-year-old, let her go start jumping, put the one-year-old down, and just walked away, I would imagine. I guess. Ugh. At least they were smart enough to call the police. Yeah. Not like she signed the one-year-old up and got her, like, her little jump socks and a badge or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, could you imagine how cute? Um, Excuse (laughs) me. one-year-old jump socks. Um, How good does she walk? Uh, Not not that great yet. All right. We're going to have to put jump socks on our hands, too. She gets the red jump socks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, at a hospital when you get, like, the yellow socks because you're a fallout. Fall hazard, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Danielle. Guess what's opening back up? Um, Eckerd. What is Eckerd? It's like Rite Aid <laughs> before Rite Aid. You uh, don't remember Eckerd? No, I don't remember Eckerd. <laughs> Barmore. <laughs> Toys R Us. Toys R Us. It's open back up for business. Just for the holidays. Uh, there's only one that opened up, and they Uh-oh. see. I remember reading they were supposed to open up a few like pop up Toys R Uses for the holidays, but apparently they didn't. They only opened up one. It's in the Garden State Plaza Mall in per, uh, per, Paramus, New Jersey. They have it's pretty decent size. They have a six thousand square foot space in the mall, and so they have different sections. They call them like rooms that are dedicated to different toys, like a Lego section, a Nerf section, a room, uh, Paw Patrol, stuff like that. And so they have a bunch of toys out where the kids can actually try them out and play with them before they buy them. Now, the key is they don't have very much stock in the store. It's very limited. So what they do is they have these interactive screens throughout the store where you can make your purchases um, on the screen. But then people are finding out the purchases when they click on it to go buy something. It actually links them to Target's website to buy it. Fascinating. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, so, but here, here's the other thing. The company has installed these cameras in the ceiling that track everybody. It monitors all the, all the kids and where they are going. Uh, like to pick up their traffic patterns so that they can feed it back to the companies and the companies will know what their pattern. Oh, look, they end up going to like this age is going right to Legos or this age of girls are going to LOL dolls or whatever it might be. Uh-huh. So that's causing a little bit of a, of a stink right now. People saying that they're getting tracked and they could record them and all this stuff and, um, the company has come out and said that they do not record audio at all. And so 
this company that wrote the article asked them to further clarify how the data is being collected, how long it's stored for, whether shoppers are notified that the technology is in use, and um, to address his decline to comment as of right now. Because they got to figure it out and what's best for them to say. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, I was excited at first. I saw Toys R Us was coming back, but it's like, it's not a Toys R Us. And were I understand. You though? They got to do, really what? Were, I said, were you though? Like, were you actually excited? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I mean, like, because I, I must be able to take my kids to Toys R Us. Not that I took did them that often, but yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun taking them to Toys R Us. But yeah, this isn't the same experience. But I mean, I understand. Like, they went bankrupt, so now the, the company that ended up purchasing their assets or whatever, um, their their name, I guess, um, they got to do whatever's best to do nowadays. And maybe that's the best thing to do nowadays is just open up a store that doesn't have much stock, but lets kids play with them, and then you could, they could just order online. So, uh-huh. I mean, it sounds like a good idea that it could work. What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like in today's climate, where everybody's ordering online already. Yeah, but why wouldn't you just stay home and order online? Well, if because that's what you want to do, you want to take your you kids to the home? store and see what they're playing with, you know. And you actually want to probably uh, some adults might want to see how the toys are actually how they actually work. I mean, everybody knows how like a Lego works, but you know, people might not know what an LOL doll is or. Uh, how good is that Nerf gun? Does it does it just shoot two feet out or what? You know, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I'm not convinced. They should open up a drop off zone so you could just drop off your kids. <laughs> <laughs> that would sell like hotcakes. Maybe that mom's going to go in and drop off her five and one year old and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have cameras, so. Yeah, see, yeah. then you could just get the feed on your on your phone, go into the Toys R Us app, and you could watch your kids on there. Oh, my goodness. That's how doggy daycare works. Does it? You can watch a yeah. dog there. Yep. Oh, that's cool. All right. And uh, there is an art fair, the International Art Fair in Miami. And there was a French contemporary gallery, which had a unique piece of art. This art was, are you ready for this? I'm ready. A piece of toast. Wow. You are not too far off here. (sighs) Do you want to give it another stab then? A banana peel. You are very, very hot. I'll give you one last chance. A rotten tomato. No, you're getting farther away now. Oh, I tried (laughs) fruits and carbs, so I was going for vegetable. (laughs) It is is a banana duct taped to the wall. That is the art. I get what they're saying. I totally. <laughs> uh, Bananas are hard to peel. This thing. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't peel you, so you're sticking to the wall. 
Um, so Periton, Emmanuel Periton, it was the founder of this gallery. Um, and so they were asking him about this. Uh, I guess he also was the uh, artist. I don't know. This was a little difficult to sort through. But anyway, they sold this piece of art. I'm guessing you didn't get the wall. You just got the banana and the duct tape. How much do you think they sold this for? Um, Some insane number, I'm guessing. $120,000. Wow. So not too much. No. Not (laughs) too much at all. So the artist put up a second one. It sold for $120,000. What? Yes. So after the first two editions... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Here's Cat, how it really Cat... came apart, came up to be. Are you ready for this? This yes, is how it came I, to be. I'm ready. He was like buying art, but he didn't know if it would look good on that wall. So he was like looking around for something to like tape on the wall. And so he just decided like his lunch was sitting right there. He just took his banana. He doesn't like bananas anywhere, but anyway, but his wife packs them all the time for him. So he just like took the banana, duct taped it to the wall and was like, hmm, I'm just going to leave it there for a little bit to decide if that's where I want this next piece of art. And then he forgot about it next opening day, and everybody was like, wow, I see it. I understand what he's saying. Potassium is a staple in our diets. (laughs) No, then it would be stapled to the wall. Oh, well, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Potassium is the stronghold of our lives. (laughs) Maybe you said it had some kind of like, symbol of global of course he had to come up with the real name when people were wanting to buy it (laughs) well the the actual name of it is called comedian that's the name of the piece um oh i'm sorry and so uh the artist's name is catalan and he see he was trying to catalog his inventory and see where it belongs (laughs) no catalan (laughs) oh oh never mind then um (laughs) So after the first two sold for 120000 apiece, the uh, the gallery founder then contacted Catalan and asked him if he could buy a piece. And Catalan said, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I'll sell it to you for 150000 And that's what he sold the third piece for. It's $150,000. Now, th- this, this Catalan is also known for another piece of uh, artwork he did called America which is a fully... McDonald's wrappers. It's what? McDonald's wrappers? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you picture America as? I don't <laughs> know. I just wrappers. feel like that's something that like an artist would use to explain America. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a fully working solid gold toilet. Or that. <laughs> Um, it was, uh, it was purchased and installed in Blenheim Palace and has since gone missing. It was valued at $6 million, but someone stole it and they can't find it. Oh, sadness. <laughs> so if you go to your friend's house and they have a gold toilet sitting there, you know where it's from. How do you steal a gold toilet? I have no idea. It said solid gold. So, I mean... That thing's got to be heavy. Well, not just that. Like, there's, there's like, unless they didn't have it as a working toilet, unless they just had it on display. But if it was like used as a working toilet, yeah, it said working toilet. 
Well, that doesn't mean that that's how they used it. Yeah, true. So, like, if they actually had it installed, that means you have to uninstall the toilet. Yeah, it says it was installed. Until it's not too hard to uninstall. You just disconnect yeah, like, a couple of pipes and then you, uh... Can you imagine the noise? Uh, no, it actually doesn't make much noise at all. The hardest part Could is you... just because it's so heavy, like... I could take my toilet Uninstalling right a now. toilet doesn't take noise. No, I can install mine right now and you wouldn't you wouldn't hear it really. Okay, do it. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I at did all. It, I did it this summer. <laughs> I don't believe you. I yeah. think that the pipes would make noise. No, you turn the water off and you unscrew the, the pipes and you pull it off. You unscrew the toilet from the ground and you pull it off. That's I don't it. believe you. <laughs> I think it would make noise. Listen, if I can hear my neighbors turn on their water, then you can definitely hear someone uninstalling a toilet. But no wa- no water's running. You turn the water off and then you take it out. I understand no water's running. <laughs> well, then how are you going to hear it? I, I just think the pipes would make noise. <laughs> it's just like going under, under your sink and disconnecting a pipe. It's not going to make any noise. Okay. If you say so, I think it would. <laughs> Not uh, convinced once again. <laughs> so we know Danielle has not stolen the gold toilet unless she's playing a really good card here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just don't think that's something I would steal a Peloton before I would steal a golden <laughs> toilet. <laughs> uh, Peloton store, watch out if you see Danielle coming. <laughs> Though a golden toilet would be easier to get up my steps. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying this thing's got to be pretty heavy if it's if it's solid gold, like they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Peloton's going to be lighter. Uh, all right. Let's take a break here. And when we come back, we will play Guess This Movie. Dun, dun, dun. All right, we're back. It's time to play Guess That Movie, Name This Movie, whatever. We call it something different every time. <laughs> Take your choice. You call it something different every time. Yeah, I do, because I can't remember. I think it's Name This Movie. <laughs> what uh, is the movie? <laughs> all right. Are you ready, Danielle? I'm ready. I'm really bad at this game. <laughs> all right. First one. <laughs> Pirates. Slick Shoes, and B-flat. The Pirates Who Don't Do Anything. No. Pirates of the Caribbean. No. Pirates of Pudaz. I'll give you a fourth one. Kids. Goonies? Yes. Din, din, din. Nice. I was like, I don't know. Are there pirates and goonies? I guess yeah. there are if I thought yeah, they of go, it. They go after, well, they go after that pirate ship, the, the sunken treasure. Okay. Clearly that was in some kind of back conscious of my mind. <laughs> yeah. Because I was, and I was wondering, have you seen it? I've seen it once a long time ago. I do not like it. <gasps> Gasp. <laughs> Uh, well, you wouldn't. You kind of just missed the cutoff for that movie. Yeah, not a fan. 
All right, but this one you would like. Fortune cookie? Freaky Friday. Okay. <laughs> was that it? Yes, that was yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that because I said that you would like this movie or? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I just knew Fortune <laughs> Cookie, but maybe I was already in the thoughts of movies that I would like. <laughs> so I don't know if I would have gotten it without you saying that, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. You can you can give the rest of the clues for everybody else. Uh, let me see. Crypt Keeper and Switch. Crypt Keeper, that's interesting. I guess Lindsay Lohan wells. Oh, I'm the Crypt Keeper when she yeah. sees her mother. Well, Jamie uh, she... Lee Curtis does, but yes. Yeah, when she sees her mother's face as her own. Yeah. All right, Shark Meeting. Dentist and Mount Wanahakalugi. Finding Nemo. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. You're on a roll today. I got that one after Dentist. Nice. All right. Sir Ehrlich or Ulrich, I guess. Wait, Ulrich. I got this. I got this. A Knight's okay. Tale. Yes. I was thinking you'd get that one. <laughs> that was so good. I'm rocking it. You are. You're on fire for this one. Okay, give the rest this of them. Girl is on fire. <laughs> Fun fact. So I have this group that I meet with on Mondays. I lead a like group a music of music group. Yes. Yes. I meet with a group of preteens on Mondays, and um, we when we play apples to apples, I'm really good at it because I'm not bragging. I mean, I am. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm a, you know, I'm like a pro or something. But it's my job to know and understand these kids. And so I know them so well that I know when they're going to choose a funny card or when I know that they're going to choose a serious card or like I know like the things that they say and they do so I can like predict some most of the time, not all the time, predict which card they might pick when right. they're playing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, sort I'm of. <laughs> well, so like, if I like, have a I kid, I don't go into like, it. Really going, I'm gonna... serious. Yeah, like I don't if... go into that game. Like, like, all right, this hand, I'm gonna pick a funny one. I do. It do depends you? on who's the judge. Like, if you were judging, I would definitely pick a funny card. Because... Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, like me as the judge, I uh, wouldn't, I wouldn't be like. I'm picking a funny one this time, or I'm going to pick a serious one this time. Yeah, but That's... I see you picking a funny a card that makes you laugh over a card that actually has to do with what it says. If see, it was a choice, it depends. Like, if the funny one is funny enough, right? And if the serious one is like really good, like it depends right. which which one. It's like a battle. Like, is the serious well, one better than the funny one? Well, that's why I said it doesn't work all the time yeah, because. Yeah. I got you. Cards I'm holding too. So like, but anyway, so I win a good deal of cards, (laughs) (laughs) a good amount of cards, and so I've started every time I do it. I'm always like, "This girl is on fire." (laughs) (laughs) Every time the kids are so annoyed by it, but I secretly like it and think it's hilarious because I'm just weird. Uh, you got to start playing those kids for money now. I should. <laughs> I would get fired. 
right. Okay. Um, uh, the last coups were Joust and Joust and uh, I can't say that word. Fongin. Fongin. All right. Next. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm glad you got on the first one. All right. Here we go. Tinfoil, cornfield, asthma. Signs. Yeah. Wow. Fun fact, never actually saw that movie. Boom. Really? That's how fire I am. Are you on the same website I'm on? <laughs> I am not on any website. <laughs> uh... I thought that you made these up yourself until you started saying that you never saw the movie. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> Some of them I do, but most of them I don't. <laughs> That's too much effort. <laughs> Oh, um, that you were actually putting in some hard work. <laughs> I already do with the news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how'd you get that one without seeing it? Um, because it's <laughs> our little brother's, one of our little brother's favorite movies. Yeah, but how do you know there's tinfoil, cornfield, and asthma? Because he's talked about it. Huh? And because just things that I've picked up from. Okay. I didn't know the asthma. I saw the movie and I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> I didn't know the asthma, but I knew it had to do with crop circles. So that's why I got cornfields and then tinfoil. I was lost when you said tinfoil. I was like, I don't know what movie has tinfoil. But then I remember they put like tinfoil hats on the, the boy does or something. Okay. I, don't know. I never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is fun. Let's keep going a little bit here. Dunkashine. Ferrari. You got it yet? Mm, I don't. Principle. Ah, oh, I so would have gotten this one. Ferris Bueller? Yep. Oh, I Bueller's did. Day yeah. off. <laughs> fun That's fact, really you don't hard. like that one either, do you? What? I said, fun fact, you don't like that one either, do you? I don't. Another <laughs> fun fact, I've started watching the show on Netflix called Daybreak, and Matthew Broderick plays a principal. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, mosquitoes. Elvis. Cobra bubbles. Cobra bubbles. Mosquitoes. Elvis. I have no idea at all. Oh, I'm I figured no, you'd get wait. this one. I've got to get the clean sleep. No. <laughs> Mosquitoes, Elvis, Cobra Bubbles. Is it G.I. Joe? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of with Cobra in it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Like Cobra start, like all the Cobra, like Cobra Commander starts blowing bubbles in the middle of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm so sad. <laughs> what Cobra, is it? Cobra Bubbles is the name of the ex-CIA agent slash CPS worker in this movie. I have no idea. Somebody somebody gives somebody Elvis lessons. Have I seen this? Lilo and Stitch. Oh. You know what? I've seen it once a long, 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 long time ago. And didn't like it because I don't like aliens. And so, <laughs> which is also why I haven't seen signs. Fun fact. <laughs> so, 
So I don't remember any of it. Okay. Other than there's an alien named Lilo. Or maybe the girl is named Lilo. That would make more sense, probably. Probably. That was my guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Last one. You should get this on the first shot. Wendy Bird. Peter Pan. Yes. Also, don't like that movie. There's a lot of movies I don't like this time. (laughs) Yeah, really. And you you got them all except for one. (laughs) Stupid Lilo and Stitch. I mean, you did need a fourth uh, clue on Goonies, but we'll give it to you. Wait, what was the fourth clue I got on Goonies? Oh, kids. Kids. Yeah, I did. Yeah. All right, Danielle. Let's ask the question. And what question? Today we'll make the question, what was the last thing... You. <laughs> Trouble. I can't do that. <laughs> what was the last thing you sang? See, I was going to do that, but then you just sang This Girl's on Fire. So before that, what was the last thing you sang? Before This Girl's on Fire, what is the last thing I sang? Um, probably... I figured you sang enough that it might be something you would remember. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, he- the song's called Heaven's Come okay. slash Joy to the World. Because... Uh, I see. I was going to say, I bet you it's something Christmas. Yeah, because I did that. Um, it's the new song I had to teach the kids. So that's the last song I poorly sang because <laughs> girlfriend sings, but not well. <laughs> oh. Better voice than I do. <laughs> Doesn't stop me, though. <laughs> well, the difference is you don't sing in public, and I do, because oh, I, I do. sing in front of, like, 300 kids. <laughs> I sing in front of my co-workers at the factory. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet they enjoy every second of it. Oh, they laugh. They're like, what does your wife think? I'm like, ah, eh, she tells me to stop sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sending in Christmas, I I'm just gonna bring this up because I know you like both of them. Uh have you ever heard of this Casey Musgraves? Yes. Yeah, I, I haven't really heard of her and uh so I saw her, she was on James Corden last night, and they were talking about she has a special, uh a Christmas special, like a variety show sort of deal thing that she did uh exclusively for Amazon Prime. So I stopped watching it. I'm like, that sounds good. Like, she sounds like she's got a nice voice. So I turned it on and started watching it. And she's got an amazing voice, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. It was like, I mean, it's like your typical variety show. It wasn't too, uh, except for this one, wasn't too funny. I guess they're not usually too funny, but this one was a little less funny. And there was like a loose plot, which is what you expect from a variety show. But mm-hmm. the singing was great. She had, uh, uh, let's see, who did she have? She had Zoe Deschanel on there. Oh, cool. Um, and she had, oh, man, I can't believe I'm forgetting the names now. But she had some good stars on there. Just trust me on that one. Okay. <laughs> and she also had people that I had no clue who they were. I'm like, who is this person? So I had to look them up real quick to see who they were. But. Zoe Deschanel has one like 
a really, really amazing voice. Yeah. Like, probably one of my favorite. But this happens to me sometimes. I don't know if this happens to anybody else. But I don't particularly care for the songs she sings. Well, yeah, like her original stuff. She does the, uh, what's that? She's got she and him. She and him, is it? Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't care for the original stuff. But I have their Christmas album, and I love it. Yeah. So weird. It's the same with um who do, who else is the same with? <laughs> <laughs> um oh Rihanna. I love Rihanna has such a good voice, but I don't really like any of her songs. <laughs> yeah, I it's really weird. I don't know. All right, I think we've already gone too long here. Um, <laughs> so folks, you can catch us uh well you can catch me on Twitter at supermanboy12. I'll post some pictures. Um, you can email us at siblingjabber at outlook.com. Visit us on Anchor. You can leave us a voice message by clicking on that teeny little link in the note description. Uh, leave us a review on whatever podcast app you use. And if you use one that doesn't leave a review, uh, go to a different one and leave us a review. But best of all, of all, go ahead and tell other people about this podcast that's happening. And thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. It's fun to be heard uh, because my sister doesn't like hearing me <laughs> uh, i just i actually just tuned you out too <laughs> i only came back in because you said sister <laughs> you're like oh wait those, those, those are those those key words i need to tune back in <laughs> <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen though that is a wrap i'm roy i'm danielle goodbye bye Heaven's come to us